morning. My name is Marin Weber and I am a senior at Liberty High School. Our first scripture lesson for today is from 2 Timothy chapter 2, verses 20 and 21. In a large house, there are utensils not only of gold and silver, but also of wood and clay, some for special use, some for ordinary. All who cleanse themselves of the things I've mentioned will become special utensils, dedicated and useful to the owner of the house, ready for every good work. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks, Thanks be, to be to God. Good morning. My name is Sarah Patterson, and I am a senior at Plano Senior High School. We've all heard someone say that you have to do things you're not comfortable with in order to grow. In fact, I'm way out of my comfort zone right now giving this sermon. God will ask us to do things that we may not always be 100% comfortable with. Do you think Abraham was comfortable when God asked him to leave his country? Or Moses when he had to return to Egypt after fleeing for his life? Or David when he was called to fight Goliath, a literal giant, by himself? Or Mary when she was tasked with carrying the Messiah in her womb? But all of these people have something in common that allowed them to take on such life-altering tasks. They all had immense faith and confidence in God and in their own abilities through God. Before we can step out of our comfort zone, we need to be comfortable with ourselves and our faith and confident in the fact that God has prepared us for the task he is asking us to do. Something I have always struggled with in my faith journey is loving myself. The Bible tells us that God created us in his image. He formed us in our mother's wombs. The same God that created the mountains and the heavens and all the wonders of the earth created us. Yet it's so easy to pick out all our flaws, criticize every mistake we've ever made, and compare ourselves to others. When I was in elementary school, I constantly compared myself to all my friends and felt jealous of all their abilities. Some of my peers were really fast, or they wore such cute clothes, or they always aced their spelling tests, which, let me just tell you, was not and still is not my strong suit. I thank God every day that we live in the digital age because I would not be able to survive without spell check. And my friend Kendall over there, I was always so jealous of how well she could sing. Even today, I struggle with comparing myself to others. For example, my mom is so personable and she makes friends everywhere she goes, but I've never been able to do that. Why can't I do that? Why can't I be as good as them? Let's take a closer look at 2 Timothy. This book was written by Paul when he was in prison for the second time after his fourth missionary journey, one which was not recorded in Acts. He was writing to, you guessed it, Timothy, who was a fellow missionary. This is generally considered to be the last epistle Paul wrote before his death. In these verses, Paul's words are applicable to all Christians. He writes that as long as we profess our faith and trust in God, we are all special utensils. Is a blender worthless because it can't make toast? Or should we all throw out our microwaves because we can't use them to cut up food? Even though they didn't have blenders and microwaves back in the day, the message is the same. Every specialized utensil, so long as it is dedicated, is useful to the owner of the house and ready for every good work. I have grown so much in my faith and subsequently my self-confidence since getting involved in the youth program here. The mission trips this church offers, especially APA, have helped me discover new skills and feel a sense of accomplishment. These trips also offer such a supportive environment that has allowed me to feel more comfortable with myself than I have ever been 
while still pushing me to get out of my comfort zone and develop my faith. It can be so difficult to look at ourselves and think about all of our experiences and God-given gifts, but that is exactly what we are called to do. How will we have the courage we need to answer God's call when we are constantly degrading ourselves for not being as good as someone else at different tasks? We have to change the narrative. Maybe I'm not the best singer, but I'm so good at working with children or writing devotionals or whatever it is that you can do well. Think about these gifts and trust that these are the gifts God gave us, and he gave them to us specifically for a reason. This passage tells us to be confident that God has given us the skills we need to be useful to him so that we can be ready to step out of our comfort zones and do God's will. We are all specialized utensils, useful to God and ready for every good work. Thank you. Our next scripture lesson will be from Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. Do not worry about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Hello and good morning. My name is Sophia Cortero and I am a senior at Plano Senior High this year. Go Wildcats. I've been involved in musical theater since about third grade, meaning that I have a fair share of musical soundtracks in my library and that I'm a frequent theater goer. One of the earliest soundtracks that I remember downloading was from was the soundtrack to a musical called Come From Away. This is a true story about a small Canadian town that was tasked with housing 38 planes of people on 9-11 when the US airspace closed. People of all different walks of life were thrown together to take care of each other during one of our nation's darkest days. It's a truly touching story. While listening to the soundtrack, I found one part of the story especially impactful. A family from one of the diverted planes doesn't speak English and is terrified to be in this foreign place. One Canadian realizes that one of the women is holding onto a Bible. Realizing that the number system might be the same and seizing his opportunity, he flips to the verse that this sermon is based around and one of my favorite Bible verses, Philippians 4.6. These scared people who didn't speak the same language trusted in God to take care of them together. This interaction goes to prove the universal understanding of Christian fellowship and comfort through the love of God. Our God's love is unconditional. He loves us no matter what. Our God is merciful, comforting, loving, and a million more adjectives than I can't even begin to fathom. The unique and wonderful thing about our God is how we are comforted by him. In my personal experience, God uses other people to comfort us during these crazy times. I truly believe that God put the people that I've befriended in my time at the Christ United Youth Program together to comfort each other. I feel God's love the second I walk into youth love, just like a big hug. If any of us have a hard week, we can talk about it without judgment in youth group or Sunday school or small group. I feel loved so deeply by God in my church community, and I can only think 
that he's smiling down at how we've embraced his plan by loving each other to the fullest. While not nearly as extreme as the example of the thousands of people in Ganner who found comfort in God and each other during that dark time, my Christ United Youth family has made a difference in my life that I am eternally grateful for. I think if, the, if, <laughs> I think if you ask any of the wonderful people up here today, we have been through some pretty intense stuff together. Typical high school events such as heartbreak and some not so typical high school events like global pandemic. <laughs> But we've held each other's hands and trusted God as a group through the strife and celebration of our lives so far. And I am forever grateful for each and every person in my Christ United Youth family. Thank you. Good morning, I am Ava Guerra. I am a senior at Liberty High School. And our final scripture lesson will be from the book of Isaiah, chapter 43, verses one and two. Do not fear, for I have redeemed you. I have summoned you by name, you are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Howdy, my name is Kendall, and I am honored to be standing here with the class of 2023 today. I chose the verse you just heard because I know that God has a special plan for us. When we all disperse next year, I know it will be hard for me to retain this feeling of comfort I've been exposed to here. Life is about to get difficult, but knowing that I've built my foundation of faith in a place like this leaves me confident that God will walk me and my peers through whatever waters or fires we may be faced with. The most valuable lesson I've learned over the course of the last seven years with my peers is that comfort is only achieved when you first do what is uncomfortable. During freshman and sophomore year, our Sunday school class was challenged to come up with a list of ideas on things we wanted to talk about and create lessons on them. We weren't coming up with sermons exactly, but more like topics of discussion where we would look at the Bible for answers and discuss different interpretations of what we read. This was not a required thing, but for those who were willing, it was an option. Freshman year, I was still getting to know everyone. I had just come back to being a regular at church and was a little shy. I was certainly not the one, one of the people to take Mr. Kerner up on his offer to teach class, even though some of the topics we had come up with fascinated me. Over the first few student-led discussions, I felt myself talking more, taking more of an interest in Sunday school and reading my Bible more to find answers to hard questions. I eventually decided to lead a discussion on the book of Revelations after finding myself comfortable with the learning environment we had created. I wasn't scared to be judged. I just wanted to hear what our class had to say. I worked really hard on my lesson. I went from being uncomfortable to even speak in class to leading discussions. I first had to be uncomfortable to be comfortable. For those of you who don't know me well, I am not huge on public speaking. Well, okay, I'm a bit of a ham, but I need it to be pre-written for me. I will read pre-written prayers and calls to worship all day, but when I have to come up with it, not so much. For those of you who visited Modern Worship on Youth Sunday last year, that was not my sermon. <laughs> Another member of our class who couldn't be there wrote it and I recited it for her. Many of you are probably wondering what brought me on the stage today to do this sermon, and the truth is, someone else wrote this one too. 
I'm, I'm just kidding, I wrote this one. <laughs> I am up here stepping out of my comfort zone because the community we have created over in that youth building has built my confidence. My classmates and leaders have made me confident in myself and that what I have to say matters. I've become comfortable with doing what is uncomfortable. Back to the verse at the beginning. God says, when you pass through the rivers, I will be with you. And when you pass through the fires, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. The skills my classmates and I have learned here, I fully believe are skills God has prepped us with for the rest of our lives. Thank you to, to all the people who have been involved in our faith journey over the years. You're the best. Amen.